Hello and welcome to episode two. And this is E4 enmeshment. It's a dysfunctional state where two or more people have poor boundaries. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Goddard, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening inside you. I will help you find the best habits, discover the best tools, put in place the best rituals as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level becoming the best version of yourself welcome to episode two enmeshment is a dysfunctional state and it can happen between two or more people who have poor boundaries it's can happen between parent and child, it could be whole families or adult couples. Slowly during the idealization stage, you have been told how amazing you are. And then the abuser puts on a mask, they play a character and they've carefully extracted this from you. They broke down all of your boundaries. They pushed against them just to see how far they could go and what they could get away with. And you might have seen the red flags, you might have challenged their behaviour and they've persuaded you to believe their answers. Very slowly they eroded your boundaries and you then become dependent on them. Your identity is eroded. This is one of the reasons why it feels so awful coming out of a relationship with an emotional abuser. You don't know who you are, you've lost your sense of self and your self-worth and it's a really important part to understand during this relationship you were invaded you were tricked to hand over your sovereignty and you were promised things that were never going to materialize part of this invasion tactic was to take over you you had something that this person was missing you were very valuable to them in some way. And if you look at a parent-child relationship, you a child is some form of currency that could be traded with. It's It could be in the form of attention, it might be via the golden child who exceeds in a certain area, it might be via the child who resembles the family, or in some cultures it might be that, that it's a son or a daughter It might be that a child is to become the doctor of the family or the priest. So the abuser, whether they're a romantic entanglement or whether they're a parent or caregiver, has experienced childhood trauma. They missed out crucial steps and they got stuck. So you might notice what uh, age this happened to them. You might, if you think back, you will have seen how they behaved in certain stressful situations or around certain people. An enmeshment with a parent is secured at a very young age, so the child will grow up in that relationship. But for romantic ones, the abuser works their way into your life. They may recognise your wounds, but they place you on a pedestal. And you may never have experienced the form of attention or any form of recognition that they bestow on you. They listened to your every word. They gave you so much attention. They 
understood your hopes, your dreams, and then they become an actor. They put on a mask and play a part. This is all staged. This is a game. And you might have already realised this. You might be out of the relationship and you're looking back and you're still in pain. And you took part in the planning of the future. Perhaps some of your dreams were completely forgotten, but others will have been woven in and they manufacture this future that you'll be creating together. And you go from believing you were the centre of their universe to them turning their back on you and leaving you. And you're left wondering what the hell happened. So like a vampire, they've sucked the life out of you. They targeted you. They knew you would do anything to help them. They did their research. It's as if they've got a beacon. Um, They understand. They tested your behavior to see how far you would go, to see how much you would do, how much of yourself you were prepared to give up. And because of this, you didn't question what the common denominator was in their relationships. So they told you time and time again that they were the victim. But isn't it amazing how many times that they were the victim? Perhaps they repeatedly told you that you're meant to be together and that you're soulmates. They love that idea of being romantic. They love the attention that they get from it. The more they talk about it, the more you start to believe them. Think about it, how you had so much in common. You were starting to map out your fake future together. They were the person of your dreams. And they very possibly told you that you were the only person that had ever understood them. Of course you're going to be soulmates. And so the Oscar goes too. And there you are hooked. It was that simple for them. You become dependent on them. They broke down those boundaries. As children, we are codependent. We need our parents or our caregivers to provide for our needs. You might have experienced this if a parent was overprotective, not allowing you healthy boundaries or the room to grow and mature. Believe me when I say I understand what you've experienced is horrific. Each story that I hear and my own are different, but the pattern exactly the same. Idealization, devaluation, discard, and the cycle goes on and it can go on for years. This cycle, this part of the discard, they are trying to recreate. They're trying to go through a stage of the childhood that they missed and they do this with you. So they take you back round again. They have another go and see if they can break away from you. And this is something that they didn't do. It was a stage that didn't happen in their childhood. The longer it goes on, the more enmeshed you become. The invisible chains are actually trapping you. But what if there's a way of turning this grit into gold? Now, there might be a few childhood wounds. I believe these are the reasons that we've experienced these relationships. And I think I said in episode one about how I lost track of how many three-year-olds, five-year-olds and eight-year-olds that I had to go back and heal. To me, this is like a Veruca. This abuse that's happened is like a virus and it penetrates on all the levels. And it's like, if we don't get rid of the Veruca root, it lays dormant until it's triggered again. And this is exactly what happens with this trauma. It's the same, it's the original wound. And I've been doing this for about 12 years now. I've been working with 
with the original wound. If you don't fully heal the wound, it just comes back. You meet people who treat you in a similar way and they bring up these emotions again. It causes so much damage. Long-term contact with a toxic or emotionally abusive person damages your brain. I, again, I think I mentioned that in episode one. Damage to the hippocampus results in memory loss. The stress caused by an emotionally abusive relationship triggers the hormones of cortisol, adrenaline and noradrenaline. And these cause the hippocampus to shrink. And this can happen when a child or adult comes under threat from intimidating and bullying behaviour. This could be the fear of abandonment or the destruction of a favourite toy or object. Enmeshment comes from the breaking down of boundaries or weak ones. But these relationships are more insidious. Once they have your trust, not only do they break down the boundaries, they reprogram you. And that's the really scary part. It's really horrific what they do. So consider this, they then undo all the learning and they dump you an emotional age that you don't have the capability of functioning at. Not in an adult world anyway. Maybe if you were still at playgroup or kindergarten or nursery. It might be that they take you back to an emotional age where you experienced trauma yourself as a young child. Like I said earlier, you know, I was working with three-year-olds, five-year-olds and eight-year-olds on myself. Or what if they actually took you back to the age that they were damaged? They suck everything out of you and they replace it with their own wounds. So I ask you, when you're reacting, do these feel like your emotions? Have you ever experienced anything like this before to this intensity? And do they actually feel like your wounds? These are questions I asked myself and I discovered some of them weren't. So at the beginning of this, I said, I want to help you find the best habits, the best tools, put in place different rituals to help you start to take back control of your life and to heal on a deeper level. Perhaps the abuser told you that you shared the same insecurities and possibly you did, but really they were just a mirror into your soul. For you, this is part of the gift. They were there to show you where you needed healing. And for them, really, it's just a stage to perform. They love to play the victim. I take it you heard about their childhood, the way they were treated by their parents or a parent, the way they were treated by an employer, ex-partner. I, as I said, I believe this is a gift you were given by the universe to heal a wound or many wounds from your childhood. You may not agree with that at the moment. The pain that you're feeling is still raw, but I hope in time you will see it. And I hope you'll take the opportunity to heal the wounds. So I just want you to listen to the voices in your head. Ground yourself and be in your body and stay in your body as much as you can while you're healing from the abuse. Your mind has been trained to respond to a negative thought and then to chase a memory that contradicts it, making them look good. They told you that they loved you, but really they were abusing you. So listen to the way that you talk to yourself or the voices in your head. Look at the way the or listen to the way the sentences are constructed. Whose words are they? You might hear a parent or a teacher or a grandparent. You might hear the abuser, the abuser or your ex-partner. It might be a boss. 
or a partner if you're still in that relationship. You will eventually look back and realise how far you have come. You are such an amazing person. Look what you've been through, what you've experienced, and you're still here wanting to learn and do something about it. You're not wanting to jump back into a relationship. You're wanting to heal. You're wanting to find out more. I know you're hurting and you have been for a long time, but now is the time to fall back in love with yourself. E is for enmeshment. It's a dysfunctional state where two or more people have poor boundaries. People around you may not like you working on your boundaries. You might experience them pushing back, getting frustrated with you. If you've been taken back to an infantile state, you will need to do some self-parenting work. And this actually might be another gift for you. I'm sending you loads of love until next time.